Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work. They're illegal. With the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. So we played both startup songs today because our our phones died, but we got them. We've got them breathing again. So maybe that is good. Um, Nerf nerf phone system is what it is. I find it fascinating that a gentleman called and said Cars by Gary Newman, which we just played, is one of his top 10, maybe top five favorite songs. Uh, it's one of those weird one-hit wonder songs that uh, that you know it was. I like the song. It, yeah, me too. But I wouldn't. I, you know, I mean, I own the album. I, I I'm kind of a fan of his. I think he's kind of a, a, a you know a lot like Thomas Dolby. Like if you like synthesizer music, Gary Newman is pretty cool. But that said, I don't know that it, it certainly is a song everybody knows. I don't know anybody that doesn't like it. But but top ten song yeah, ever. I think I think that's hard to do with pretty much. Any song. What's your favorite song of all time? I don't. I, I couldn't tell you. Exactly. I, it's just so. Uh, yeah. There, there's just two. There, I could. I, I wouldn't know. even know where to start. I know. That's my point. Yeah. I, I, people always ask it, and, and but that's one of the the most uh, I would say repetitive questions that I get asked. I don't know about Mark, but I get asked. Hey, man, can you name your top three favorite bands? No, I can't. I just can't because it changes. Well, I can, from day I can to day. name my top three favorite bands, but uh, songs. Uh, that, wouldn't know where to start. Yeah, I um, for me it, it goes even to bands because one week it could be ACDC, Led Zeppelin, Aerosmith in that order. The next week it could be Van Halen, Metallica, something. Another week it could be you know Gary Newman. It's never going to be yeah. Gary Newman. I mean, I'll go through different phases of. Right. God, I've been listening to well, a ton of Allman Brothers this like week. Like ZZ right? Top right now, yeah, you're going yeah, through I'm, a ZZ Top phase. I'm going through a ZZ Top. Phase. He's just going through a phase. He'll be okay. <laughs> There's no need to get upset. It's just a phase. He'll revisit the front of the alphabet at yeah. some point. Yeah. But for right now, <laughs> he's at his end. He's at his end. He's all the way at the what was it now what was the thing about simone biles that you mentioned earlier which was uh, kinda... she you know it, it was she says her bronze medal means more to her than all of her gold medals and that's because she's she did it to prove to herself that she could be mentally focused after dealing with uh an incredible uh event that it took place while she was over there in japan one of her aunts died Oh, is that, um, somebody, oh, is that what happened? Yeah, she okay. had a death in the family, and that, that affected her concentration. And, you know, all those people that were bad-mouthing Simone Biles, you know, imagine how you would perform if a close member of your family had passed away. And what how did you feel about that? I, I, I would hope that it wouldn't give me the, what was it, the twirlies? The, twi- the twisties. The twisties. Yeah, the twisties, whatever. All right. Yeah. So yeah, that's the unfortunate part about that. So, yeah, a lot of stuff going on in the Olympics, and, uh, and that's one of them right there. We're yeah. still talking about Simone Biles. We were talking about boxing yesterday. Uh, Cuba did win the light heavyweight championship in, in boxing. Won he the was gold, always won good the, in the, boxing. Yeah, won the, the, yeah. the gold medal in the light heavyweight division. So, there you go. That's a sport they're not showing on television because not glamorous. Hey, what's going on? Hey, this is... You guys haven't mentioned anything at all about Bruce Springsteen's daughter. Um, the question show jumping, and she is really honking good. Um, like, Olympic level good. Not because she's Bruce's daughter, but because she's really honking good. No, you have so to, I mean, I you have to do the work. Obviously, she had more access to some of the tools that you need to become that good. But no, you got to do the work it, to get good. No, we haven't mentioned anything about it because it's, it's a, a question. It's a question. <laughs> it's a question, and <laughs> Americans don't care. Oh, I do. I understand that, but you are in the extreme minority. Equestrians we, don't care. We make fun of things like equestrian and dressage. Yeah, I mean, to, the, be, I mean it, to be honest, that's we did, the honest thing. We did take a vote, and the nays 
Rules. Ouch. <laughs> You're killing me. Okay. <laughs> All right. It is, it is the boss's cons- daughter. Consider it mentioned. Bruce Springsteen's daughter is in the frickin' Olympics. That is pretty good. That is pretty good. Yeah. She won't be dancing in the dark. get any better than that. Okay, cool. All right. Take care. You know, she was Thanks. born in the USA. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Thanks. Bye-bye. I actually just uh, just Googled, and yeah, she, she was... She went yesterday. She didn't do that well. She is not going to be in the finals for the individuals, but she'll be back out there as part of a four-person team on Friday night, so I think it says. She's really honking good, but she's not honking good enough. N- yeah, I mean, not she's enough. Gonna, you know, you know, it is what it is. But Yeah, do you think Bruce was able to give his kids more than his father was able to give him growing up? Well, you say to yourself... Equestrian is a very, very expensive sport. Boy, I hope they were able to afford it. <laughs> he was he was able to give his children velvet clothing. <laughs> which and, is which is impressive. It's nice. All right. So um, there we are. It is six twelve with Mark and the Interpol. You know what? Um while we're on that topic, who has seen we'll we'll play this for you in like fifteen minutes. Who's seen the Kevin Hart and Snoop Dogg stuff? As they review Olympic events, they did. They're doing it on Peacock. Oh, okay. I'm really surprised they're doing it. Well, it's, it's on the NBC network too. That yeah. Peacock is owned by NBC, right? And I'm surprised because it's completely tongue in cheek, completely irreverent. There's some mfers in there. Yeah, and, um, and, yeah. And Olympic viewership is down over thirty percent. This this is fun stuff. We'll we'll play some clips for you in just a few of Kevin Hart and Snoop Dogg um, reviewing synchronized diving and equestrian. <laughs> I didn't know this was going on. I just saw this yesterday. Yeah, this is going around the internet right now. This is one of those viral videos, if you will. The Peacock Network, which is NBC's streaming service, Mm -hmm. has Kevin Hart, the comedian, and Snoop Dogg. Who is as funny as any comedian. He is. Yeah, he's naturally funny, funny, yeah. Um, They are sitting together doing sort of Olympic reviews, and they're doing what they call cold calls, where they don't even, they're not even told what event it is. They just pop the video up on screen, and these guys describe it. They do commentary, yeah. So here's them. You know, it, a lot of this is edited, too, because Snoop uses the MFR. Yeah, and there's a lot of profanity. A lot being of used. S words yep. in there. Mm-hmm. So um, they, they put it on, and on the high dive platform, you see these two guys wearing tiny little bathing suits, and uh, they look like twins. So they, they, they put this on, they, they call it. Okay, two sets of Speedos. Okay, here we go. Maybe some synchronized. I think it's synchro- synchronized. Is it synchronized? One, two, three. three. You get yeah. Here's the dive. Ooh. That was uh, synchronized diving. Okay. From the top of it, I didn't know what it was, though. I'll be honest with you. I knew it was synchronized diving just because they had the same draws on them. When they were- <laughs> yep, the same draws. The same draws. That's how you know Snoop Dogg is old. Because <laughs> like, Snoop Dogg, you don't know how old Snoop Dogg is. But you start to see it now because his dreads are gray. But he's old. Yes, he's, he's old and been around too. for a while. So he's using the word draws. That's how you know he's old. Well, he's got a son who's well out of college at this point. Yeah, football yeah. player. Yeah, yeah, no, no. The Snoop is Snoop old. But uh, I love their their commentary. That the next thing they show is a, a woman, you know, with the the velvet clothing and the beanie on a horse, and the horse starts doing the dance. It's equestrian horses. I like this. This is equestrian. By the way, look at that horse. Did you own a horse crip walking? Can you see that? That's gangsterism. Look, come on, man. This horse is off the chain. In oh, you see. <laughs> By the way, how did the horses get to Tokyo? What airline was it? Emirates. They fly That's the horses. Expensive. On, they fly the horses on Emirates. And the athletes on Southwest, do the horses get medals when they win, too, or they don't get medals? That's a good question, Snoop. I've never seen a horse with a medal. 
Do they? No, it goes to the person on the horse, which should be changed. <laughs> yeah, that's, see, this is the same thing. This is what I call the NASCAR argument, which is the car does all the work. Why does the driver get all the? I mean, the yeah. horse does all the work in dressage and in equestrian. Kevin Hart goes into this whole thing about, you know, the horse with the medal around its neck going back into the barn saying, yeah, I got a medal. I'm shining on all of you. Yeah. So it's, it's very funny stuff. I'm just surprised that NBC is doing it because it's, you know, well, it's taking the Olympics and sort of stripping them down to part of the goofy elements, which yeah, is fun. There's a certain element of people that that's what they do. It's the mystery science theater factor is what that it's, is. It's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. Hey, Phoenix, it's Geronimo. It's time for... Time out for Spanish. As a public service and in order to recognize the cultural diversity for which Arizona is known, Mark and Neanderthal are taking time out for Spanish. We've got Yanni from Santan Valley on the phone with us, and we are going to play time out for Spanish. You will hopefully win a digital download for the movie A Quiet Place Part 2. We'll give you a Spanish phrase, then you translate it. We give you three choices in English. Can you do this, Yanni? Arriba, arriba. Okay, I'm ready. Alright, here comes your Spanish phrase. Los buenos amigos no dejan que sus amigos hagan cosas estúpidas solos. Did you hear that? <laughs> I sure did. Alright, well we're gonna play it for you again for those that may not have heard. Los buenos amigos no dejan que sus amigos hagan cosas estúpidas solos. Alright, Yanni, that does translate into one of the following. Is it A, I never run away from hard work. I'm too lazy to run. <laughs> B, I'm a Victoria's Secret model. It's such a secret, not even Victoria knows. <laughs> or C, good friends don't let their friends do stupid things alone. Which one is it? C, C, senor. It is C. <laughs> yes, well done, Yanni. Yes it is. Thank you so much for playing Time Out for Spanish. Time Out for Spanish, weekday mornings with Mark and Neanderthal. I just watched a plane fly past. Yeah, it's it's weird being in sort of the fly path. It's either the plane that goes one way or the uh, the Black Hawk helicopters that take off yeah. from the National Guard base over there. And they swing and turn right towards us, which is one of the most frightening sights I've ever seen. It just reminded me that I, I read yesterday that in the month of June, passenger demand and travel demand was up to 95% of pre-pandemic levels at Sky Harbor, meaning... We're getting back to normal, and air travel sucks again. Yay! <laughs> Which is awesome. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I was listening to a uh, great. I was listening to a podcast, and they had a commercial for an airline. I won't even mention the airline, but this was their tagline: "The joy of flying is back." Really, boy? Well, of if flying, you, yeah. If you're eight. Like when I was yeah eight nine years old, you know my my father and, and you know for all the, the faults, but he, you know we went when we went on trips, we went down to Disney World in Florida. So flying from Logan Airport in Boston all the way down to Miami or wherever, yeah, Orlando, um, that's great when you're eight and nine and you fit in a plane and it's the the magic of flying around is the most amazing thing in the world. But I don't know anybody that enjoys flying. Like, no. what do you say? Oh, what are you doing tomorrow? Well, I'm going. I'm going back east. Really? Yeah, gotta be at Sky Harbor. You're dreading five. the flight. You're yeah, immediately. You're immediately yeah. pissed off. The uh, the tickets were expensive. The seats are small. You gotta wait in the security line. You gotta show up four hours early. The food sucks. Can't bring anything in. There is like, no there's, food. There's nothing great. <laughs> 
There really is. And by the way, it's not like I'm lifting my leg on flying. Flying is more of an annoyance than it is. You got to have it. Yeah, I mean, if yeah. we had the, if we had whatever that super loop or the the loop thing that uh, Elon Musk is working on, if you could go from New York to Los Angeles in a tube, like like one of those pneumatic tubes at a bank, and get there quicker than flying, you'd do it. Absolutely, no problem. I'd, I'd yeah. pack myself one of those things, take a nap, go. No, that. Uh that that tagline is just the joy of flying is back. If, that's if I nonsense. were Seinfeld, if I were Seinfeld, there's no joy, no joy, <laughs> just relief that it wasn't horrible and that you weren't delayed. That's the only thing you I get mean, out of flying. Look, uh, you know, being a person and a half wide, it sucks to try and get into one of those seats. Why? I mean, you know, we've reduced the seating capacity by so so. They they take three inches off of every seat. Have they been able to fit another human being in there? No, they haven't. They've just made all the people that are in there more cramped. Yeah. More no joy. Cramped. There's no joy. No joy. That's There's no, no pick. No the joy of flying is back. No, it's not. There's no joy. By the way. What? Um, let, tell you what, in less than 10 minutes, let's talk about the guy who went nuts on the on the airplane and had to be duct taped. This is happening <laughs> another, a lot more, yeah. Another duct taping on I an have, airplane. I have a very, very relevant and important question to talk yeah. about because this has been coming up way too often and I need an answer. <laughs> Great news, Mark. The joy of flying is back. Yeah, that's great news. Another unruly passenger got wrapped in duct tape by a flight crew on a plane. Okay. Uh, This was a a flight from Philadelphia to Miami. It's not even a long flight. And the guy was drunk, 22-year-old. The flight attendants have been put on paid leave. I'm hoping that that is just a formality because as far as I'm concerned, they did the right thing. He was groping passengers punched one of the flight, or he's groping the flight attendants, punched one of them, the male flight attendant. So they, they put him down in the chair and they, they duct taped him from basically waist to shoulders. Which raises a very important question, and that is, is there a roll of duct tape on every flight? In case the wing gets loose, yeah. I mean, yeah, Casey, in case, you have to, <laughs> That's what, in case we have to tape down one of the windows. Or yeah, so, you know, that, that, that is I mean, a good question. I mean, duct tape is something, I mean, look, you have it under your kitchen sink. You might mm-hmm. have it in the garage. You might have it. You may even have a roll of duct tape in the trunk of your car. But the idea that there would be something on an airplane that would go, "Hey, what? Get the roll of duct tape. We need it." I'm guessing they probably use it to like close one of the the latches for the baggage thing that might that might break or something like that. Because duct tape, make no mistake about it, it's versatile. It's strong and it works. It's yeah. strong. It, but but the idea that there's just a roll of duct tape on a plane seems very yeah. uh, concerning. Because there was a, I, I think it was a woman actually a couple of weeks ago that picture of her. Being strapped into her chair with the duct tape and everything, so it's you know there's there's duct tapes on the plane. I don't know if it's passengers duct tape or what. But I mean, look, I don't know if you, you could even bring it on a plane. Here's the thing: you and I both know if you have duct tape, right, and you duct tape like somebody's wrists together. Not that we've ever involved been involved in this, but you duct tape somebody's wrists together. If there's no actual tear in the duct tape originally, you cannot separate your wrists. I mean, duct tape works. No, it's very strong. It's, it's, that's it's, why it's, they keep yeah. in, the, in the in the seat with it. Yeah, yeah that's that's I, something right there. The the whole this was on a Frontier Airlines thing, so okay. it's you know the sort of the reduced fare thing. Sure. So you got this twenty two. Yeah, no way, on there a, a and, low rent jerk off yeah. on a plane. Yep. And uh, he was drunk when he got on. Probably had a few drinks, spilled one on himself, sure. asked for, demanded another mm-hmm. drink, and yep. so forth. For me, when I'm on a plane, I don't waste money on alcohol. Well, because I I. I you know, I drink alcohol to hopefully improve my, you know, to help me have a good time. There's no chance I'm having a good time on a plane. It's just not going to happen. Well, you know what's coming now. It's is they're going to, uh, and I hate to, to be the guy to break this news, and I apologize in advance. 
alcohol-free planes. There's just going to be they're going to stop serving alcohol. I think a planes. lot of them have already. Yeah, I think they're just yeah. going to stop doing it because obviously there's nothing good that ever comes. Of do we do we have the kid? This is him oh, screaming, yeah, this is him and yelling. Yeah, yeah. He's just, you guys, fucking stop! My parents. I don't want to fucking $2 million goddamn dollars. <laughs> you know he say he paid $200? No, he said, my parents are worth more than $2 million. Oh, is that what he said? Yeah, yeah. so everybody's going to get sued, yeah, right? Yeah, this guy's yeah. a jerk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and so it's so funny. There's, there's two clips. He's going nuts like that. And then finally at the end, you see the flight attendants concluding the wrap-up. They're putting the last bits of tape around his yep. shoulders, and, and then the flight attendant is putting his mask back in place. And the crowd roars its approval. Hey, kids! <laughs> 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 Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that's... They're all having a great time because yeah. he finally got strapped down and strapped in. Ah. Uh, and so the joy of flying yeah. is back. Yeah, Once we get him is. duct taped in place, then the joy of flying is back. <laughs> Dumbassery. Uh, yes, there's a lot of it. And at 740, it's time for us to present today's Mark and Interpol Dumbass of the Day. How many times do we have to spread the message? Seven. Drinking and driving don't mix. They're bad. Nor do drinking and the drive-through window. Uh-oh. They don't mix either. Well, they might. And just a quick note that Michigan, where our story is from, is sort of becoming the Florida of the upper Midwest. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. sure, yeah. Certainly uh, going to be a, uh, yeah. 28-year-old man in Troy, Michigan, was driving around about 2.30 in the morning a couple of weeks ago. Okay. And, of course, he should not have been driving. He had been drinking. Nothing good ever happens at 2.30 in the morning. And what is it about the fast food drive through that attracts drunks like flies? The smell of french fries. <laughs> Probably right. Absolutely. Yep. Our dumbass saw the Taco Bell on DeKindre Drive. Mm-hmm. DeKindre sounds like somebody who was drafted by the Cowboys. In Troy, Michigan. Up ahead. And that was all it took. You know, he probably smelled the french fries, mm-hmm. the tacos, whatever it was. You know, it. Some yep. tacos at 2.30 a.m. Salsa, baby. Hell yeah. I'm in. That's what he was thinking. But you got to stay awake long enough to eat them, right? I um, mean, unless you're you Michael stay, Floyd, then you, you, know, you gotta, just sleep wherever you want. Yeah, you got to stay awake long enough to get them in the first place. Police, well, police how long called. is this drive-through going to take? It can take a while, you know. Police were called when employees realized at two thirty in the morning that there was a man in a running vehicle asleep <laughs> in the drive-through. Uh, asleep at the wheel is the name of a band, isn't it? It was. Yeah, yeah. I thought so. Yep. Police arrived and had to bang on the windows and yell to wake out. Our 28-year-old up. He rolled down the window, and despite despite the entire vehicle and him smelling like booze, he denied that he had been drinking. No, of course, yeah, yeah, you never admit anything. No, don't admit to nothing. So they uh, they then asked him to step out of the car. Yeah, good luck with that. And when he did, the man stumbled out, bumped into one of the cops, and he was like, "Oh man, I'm sorry about that, man. I'm so drunk." So that's an admission. That sounds like an admission, doesn't it? That's a confession, is what that is. Anything you you say can and will be used against you in a court of law. That's and I'm guessing the cop's that. body cam probably got that on tape, too, yeah, right? right. Yep, I mean, sure. you, you can't be drunk without drinking. Dumbass. A quick breathalyzer had our guy at more than twice the legal limit. Of course he did. A while later at the station, he was still at a .14, and he didn't even get to eat any tacos. Yeah, see, that's the worst part of this whole story. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not the worst part. One of the worst parts for him. And that's just one of the reasons we will make him the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. 
I think that was a beautiful story you just told. The Dumbass of the Day is always sponsored by Arrowhead Harley-Davidson at arrowheadharley.com. So we talked about, you know, a lot about the Olympics yesterday. And, and one of the things we mentioned was that we got this list of what you can win as a gold medalist. And I, I can't because remember. We, the, the discussion was, was because of the two guys split the gold medal in the high jump. And it was a financial decision as opposed to a, as a competitive decision because both countries pay their gold medalists pretty well. Yeah, I can't remember what country the one guy was from, but the Italian guy got 213 grand. The other guy was from Qatar. Qatar. Cutter, yes. yes. Cutter is the way you say it. Yeah. Um, Although I, you want to say Qatar because it sounds much more, you know, uh, mysterious. Yeah. Yeah, elegant. I don't know what they pay, but I have some of the other countries here. Okay. What, now, what's, uh, 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 let me pick a country. All right. Germany. Uh, don't have them. Okay, thanks. All right. Of all the countries in the world I could have picked. Okay, why don't you guess how much you get a gold medal if you are a Hungarian Olympic athlete? Uh, how much you would get from the well, government? I don't know the currency in Hungary. Yeah, uh, it's but, all in dollars. Uh, I don't know, $38,000. $168,000. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. That's worth more than the gold and the gold medal. How about South Africa? If you win the gold medal as a South African citizen, what does the government give you? How much? I don't know, $88,000. 37 Okay, I was way off. Which is only $500 less than what the United States gives. Thirty-seven five is what the U.S. gives to uh, an athlete who gets a gold medal. So that's that's I mean that's a that's a a, a yearly salary is what you get. All the, the your lifetime worth of training. You know, and you go off there and you get a you know a yearly not a great yearly salary but a yearly salary you this, get you get a year's pay this occurred to me now you probably is that saw pre-tax you it is pre-tax oh. you probably saw what Ste- the the contract that Steph Curry of the Golden State Warriors just signed right uh i believe that's what uh, 200 million again 215 million yeah, over 4 years yeah okay? he's got he's got he's the first basketball player to sign two contracts back to back that are worth over 200 million a pop so he's going to make a half a billion dollars in the next two two years so our next two contracts he's going to make 50 million give or take a few million so if you take that, if he, if he was he's not on the Olympic basketball team, but if he were, right, and he won a gold medal, mm-hmm. now since he's making fifty million dollars a year, okay, that is five hundred times more than somebody who's making a hundred thousand dollars, which is a nice salary. Sure, okay. So Steph Curry getting thirty seven thousand five hundred dollars if he won a gold medal as a basketball player in the Olympics would be like somebody making a hundred thousand dollars getting seventy five bucks. Jesus, which it, which you know, if you were making a hundred thousand dollars right. and that was your work bonus, it really wouldn't be much of a bonus. How about I throw this at you? Yesterday, Jeff Bezos lost his title as the richest man in the world. He lost fourteen billion dollars in worth. Well, you know what would help <laughs> if he moved to Singapore, yeah. became an Olympic athlete, and right. won a gold medal because he'd he'd make back seven hundred and thirty-seven thousand dollars. Really, that's what Singapore pays. Singapore, they they're the highest yeah, paying you, country for a gold medal. But if you don't win a gold medal, you get caned. <laughs> yes. So it's you know but, it's feast or famine, really. You know, and and silver's not bad either. Three hundred and sixty-nine thousand dollars, and bronze is one hundred and eighty-four grand if you were in Singapore. And I think now we know why NHL players play for their host country. 
I think, you know, I th- they're, they're, they're native country. I think now we see why some of these Czech Republic guys and some of these Russian guys or whatever it is, they go back and they play for their nation. Obviously, it's for the glory, but it's also for the money. Yes. Their money. I mean, the U.S., you know, hey, I thought we were supposed to be the most prosperous nation <laughs> on the planet. How about you fork over a couple of shekels for the guys that are that are flying the flag for yeah. us? How about uh, you do that? Japan gives $45,000, which isn't spectacular. But then again, the athletes didn't have to travel. Right. Now you got that going okay. for you. Okay. Yeah. Which is nice. Mm-hmm. And by the way, I'm looking at you still got the uh, the rental. You yeah. still got the rental yeah. out there. When do you get your truck back? I don't know. Friday, they're saying. Um, I think it's, you know, they're waiting for the insurance company to write a check or something gotcha. like that. I'm just, it's that sort of thing. It's great. The Earnhardt people are, are fixing my truck because I, I was stupid and scratched it and I can't live with a scratch. Uh, it was more like a little ding. It wasn't really a dent. It was a, like a little crease in the bottom of the, the, the door and brought it over there. And they're like, oh, we can do this, 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 and this. I'm like, hey, insurance is paying for it. Do what you got to do. But now I'm riding around in a crap rental. I mean, it's a cool little car. If you're buying a cool little economy car and you want to go from point A to point B, yeah. it's like, uh, and they don't make it anymore. It's called the Dodge Journey. Does it have all the, the bells and no, whistles of your no, truck? No, and See, I think that's the thing. Is you miss I'm, those when you don't have them. I've become, I've, that's, you know what, my truck is a little bit of Paradise Valley. It's the Paradise Valley of vehicles. Like, I can do anything with my truck. I'll give you a great example. Ready for this? So the other day, uh, before I had to bring it over to, uh, to Earnhardt, I got on the truck. And, uh, you know, I, I fire it up and I get out onto 52nd Street. All of a sudden I hear, Doong! and I look down and there's a little thing on the on the navigation thing. It's got a, a, an outline of my truck and it says I have low tire pressure. Okay, like, yeah, and it I'm does like, that to you. Yeah, it does like, that I'm for like, you. I'm like, yeah. wow, this is uh, this is no good. So I pull over for a second. I look at it, see if the if the tire is soft, like if it's going to screw up the rim or if it's just low and I got to go get some air. So uh, I get back, you know, it, it looks good. Everything's, you know, solid and stuff like that. I jump up on onto the 101, I head home, and I look down, and all of a sudden the tire pressure has corrected itself. And I all don't right. I don't think I have self-inflating tires, although I don't know. <laughs> but I so I so I went there and I and I went there like, all right, well that's cool. So I go, I clear that message, and then I realize I only have like eleven percent life left on my oil. And I just start then I like you have stuff on your car you haven't even oh, played with. It, the yes, stuff I haven't even played with. You know, you were mentioning the tire pressure. I mean, back in the day, <laughs> you had to actually know how to use a tire pressure gauge. Not that it's complicated, but you actually had to know how to do that. Now, I'm driving down the road like you. I'm driving down the road. I press a down arrow on my steering wheel, and I've got all four tires there. You know? <laughs> oh, look, 33, 33, 34, and 33. And I put a little bit in each one. Or? You know, it's funny you say that because my other truck, you remember my other truck, my the big black one. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I, there were two things that I used to keep in the in the driver's side door. One was a tire gauge. It was one of those yes. little aluminum tire gauges with a little Had white to- thing that popped out. You just put on your, yeah. all right, yeah. cool. You know how much uh, how much air pressure you have. Right. And you, you know, now you, you don't sc- have that at all. Now your, your car tells you that. You screw one up every once in a while. It's like. 16. I know it's not that low. Yeah, Let me yeah. do that you again. Do it again. Okay, there it is. Right, yeah, 32. You can put it on All right. right. Yeah, good. sure. And it's, it, it is so, it, it is amazing because you're driving down the road. I'm you, so spoiled now. You hit the down arrow, you get your tire pressure, you cruise along a little bit more, hit it, hit it down again. Hey, there's my digital speedometer. Yeah. Hit it down again. There's my old school speedometer. Hit it again. Ah, RPMs. How have amusing. You, have you gone left and right yet? Like you have the, it's like a, it's like a joystick. It's like a controller on your, your PlayStation. You've got up and down. Then you go left and right. You start I, turning pages. I don't want to get in too deep. Oh no! You if you start turning pages <laughs> on this thing, you can lay out the entire navigation. Yeah, you can so make funny. sure that the compass is in the upper right hand corner, the speedometer is in the lower left hand corner. You can set the thing up like it's a you know like it's a your house. You're decorating your house yeah. on the dashboard of your vehicle. You can do an entire diagnostic exam between rural and McClintock on the two hundred two. Yeah. 
Yeah, your 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 car, your vehicle. So, point being, uh, I I love you guys over there at, at the Earnhardt Body Shop over at Earnhardt Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Uh, please get me my truck back ASAP. As as cool as this little economy Dodge journey is, I am so spoiled. I want my I want my Ram back. Needing the I, bells I'm, and whistles. Yeah, I need. Yeah. I'm just. Right. I've got. I can't be expected to drive around in a car <laughs> beneath my means. <laughs> Now you uh you just talked about your 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 truck and <laughs> talking about tire pressure and whether you had yeah. self inflating tires. Yeah, and, I don't I don't know that I have that. I, I know right. that this new rental, the rental that I'm rolling around in right now, has none of the creature comforts that I've become accustomed to over the past two years. You, you guys are talking about your tire pressure changing, and I'm wondering if you have self inflating tires. What it is is you have regular air that's inside your tires, and that will change pressure as the temperature goes up. You know, and and change your tire pressure. Yeah, I mean that's you'll see that during the winter more than you see it during the summer. Yeah, and we don't get that that much here. I, and again, I have to assume that it was during that period of time when that happened, when we were getting weather like we have right now, where it's going to be 112, 118, that kind of thing. Right. I have to assume that that wheel was in the sun and got an unrealistic reading, kind of like when you get in your 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 car and the thermometer says it's 142 degrees outside. Yeah, I, that kind of. I think it was just a sensor, uh, you know, misread. Yeah, the more typical one is, you know, it's January and you pull out of your garage or your yeah. car's been in the driveway yeah. all night and you pull out and you get a low tire pressure thing. Yeah. That's because it, it just hasn't warmed up yet. A lot of times, it'll disappear after you start driving for a while. Yeah, but I mean, I'm now I'm become, I've, you know, the son of an auto mechanic. My old man would be like, "What do you mean your computer tells you your if, car tire is? Get out and grab the tire gauge, you." Skirt. Yeah, no, if you <laughs> if you took somebody who was like from 1960 and, fro- you know, a 30-year-old in 1960 and froze them. Yeah. Thought them out in 2021 and sat them in a car, they think they were in a spaceship. Well, that's and that's the whole reason why I bought the new truck is because I had, you know, there was nothing, you know, my old truck. There was nothing wrong with that truck. I had just had it for 17, 18 years and the advances in technology and comfort, comfort in a big truck had got to the point where I'm like, yeah, I got to do this. I'm afraid I'm going to have to big time you boys right now. Go ahead. Does either one of your vehicles text you? So Chevy has OnStar. So when, like, inclement weather, I'll get a text from my Tahoe that says, uh, roads may be icy. Drive carefully. Mm. You know what tells me I, that? I when get, I, there's inclement weather, my eyeballs. Yeah. Actually, no, I do so. get... I do get uh, I do get weather alerts, like if uh, Maricopa County issues a flash flood warning or something like that. That does that does show up on my on my See, nav I, screen on my on my vehicle. And I used to get texts um, from like people, like I would have my phone Bluetoothed in there, and I got tired of that because my phone would blow up for some reason. I would get a text from either my ex girlfriend or some friends or something like that, and they would they would text. And I couldn't listen to a song because it kept saying, you have received yes. a text from phone number, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, yeah. oh, just shut up. I want to listen to this song. I had that for a while, too. <laughs> I don't know if I turned it off or something. Did I hit something? I don't know. But I don't have that anymore, which is fine. Half the texts I get, I'm not interested in in any way. Right, so. exactly. And you shouldn't be reading texts or any of that stuff right. while you're driving. Yeah. So it's probably good that that thing is disabled. I don't know how mine got disabled. I, I, I shut it off. In the Bluetooth thing, um, but I'm thankful for it. I have no idea how yeah. mine got disabled, yeah. but it so, is disabled, and uh, and I'm the fine with it. Struggle is real. It is, and then what is that guy? Big time in me with <laughs> a, his a texting bit, car and texting all that stuff. Vehicle all, all highfalutin. Right. And let's open the doors here for Mark's College of Rock and Roll Knowledge. Good morning, it's Mark and Interpol. Who's this? Hi, this is Keith. Good morning. Keith, where are you calling from? Phoenix. 
Are you ready to take on Mark in the College of Rock and Roll Knowledge? Yes, sir. All right, I'm going to ask you five questions. I'm going to ask Mark five questions. Whoever gets more right graduates from the College of Rock and Roll Knowledge. First things first, let's kick Mark out of the studio so he can get your questions. All right, Mark, get the heck out of here. Sounds good. Yep. Could, could appreciate you using a little bit less salty language. Just saying. Family show. Yes, sir. Right. All right, so here we are. Um, question number one. What Rock and Roll Hall of Famer once allegedly bit off the head of a bat on stage? Ozzy Osbourne. Question number two. According to Guns N' Roses, what do they have in the jungle? All right, we'll move on. I'm not sure. Question number three. Linda Ronstadt's backup band went into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame long before she did. Who are they? Her backup band. I know that um, the Eagles, Glenn Fry, and the... Let me see. Was it Glenn Fry? I know there were two members of the Eagles that were her backup band. Question number four. Where was Eddie Van Halen from? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I'm going to guess Germany. And question number five. How did the fire in Smoke on the Water start? Oh, man, these are really tough today. Um, um, Something on the water. Um... Holes on the water? Shoot, that's not. That's all right. We'll we'll bring Mark. We'll bring Mark back in here, and we will go. Uh, I'll let Mark know that you got two out of five correct, and we'll see how this works out. Boy, yeah. All right. So Keith didn't do too well, huh? Thank you. All right. So Mark, question number one: What rock and roll Hall of Famer once allegedly bit the head of a bat off on stage? Ozzy Osbourne. It is one to one. Question number two, according to Guns N' Roses, what do they have in the jungle? Fun and games. It's two to one. Question number three, Linda Ronstadt's backup band went into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame long before she did. Who are they? The Eagles, I believe, is who you're talking about. It's two to two. All right. Question number four. Where was Eddie Van Halen from? You want this? Oh, oh, uh, Holland. It's now three to two. I would have also accepted the Netherlands, but it's the same. Question number five. How did the fire and smoke on the water start? Uh, Some stupid with a flare gun. There you go. And so here we are with a sweep to Keats 2. That's unfortunate, Keith. You know what happens now, right? This is Keith, and I flunked out of the college at Rock and Roll Mallet. Yeah, even though I lost count halfway in there, it, it was a sweep. Mark got everything right. I, I, I lost my math. I guess I forgot question number two. Yeah. Did he get the Guns N' Roses one? No. Okay, no, yeah. he got, Welcome he to got, the jungle. He we got, got Ozzy, fun and games. He got Ozzy Osbourne, and I gave him the, the Eagles because he knew he knew it was. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it was, I don't know if it was all the Eagles, but it was pretty much the Eagles. Yeah, it was the Eagles, yeah. essentially. So, uh, yeah. And then, of course, uh, Eddie Van Halen is from Nimgen in uh, in uh, the Netherlands. So, Holland. I wouldn't have known that one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and then, you know, of course, some stupid with a flare gun. And Guns N' Roses does have fun and games in the jungle. All right. So, tomorrow... 
Whoever arrives and wants to play will play once again. 907, you're late for work. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud. 100.7 KSLX. Season's greetings. Hey, dude, shoes here. Is there anything better than going home for the holidays? Of course not. Well, that's exactly how your toes feel after slipping on a pair of Hey Dude shoes. Hey Dude makes the lightest, comfiest, and coziest shoes out there. They make each step as holly and jolly as can be. So, give the gift of comfy this holiday season. Welcome home for the holidays, toes. Hey Dude, good to go to. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.